Hello? Joe's pool hall. Joe's not here, but his balls are on the table. <laughs> Gnarly dude. Hey, this is Woody. Whoa, what's up, man? Well, I'm just at Valerie's. You know, the hot chick. Oh, Val? She's totally tubular. Gnarly dude. Yeah, I'm draining her pool, if you know what I mean. Bodacious pod, yeah? Cool. Going for a swim or what? No way. I, there's a giant car deck thing in the middle of our pool. I don't know what it is. What? Something in our pool? Whoa, gnarly. What's in there? Like a surfboard or something? It's not the first big floating thing I've had to get out of a pool, man. Whoa, Snickers. <laughs> Gag me with a spoon, bruh. What the heck's in her pool then? She's just hanging out with a bunch of dudes from Finland. Finland guys are in her pool? Like, swimming? No, they're not swimming, dude. They're just hanging out inside, watching TV. I don't get it. Cruel, man. Hey, you wanna go for a rip later or what? Yeah, man. I just wax up my board, bring it down, do some slopes and jopes, man. Gnarly, man. I don't gotta ride, so bring your woody. <laughs> Talking about your car, dude. Right. I forget we call it the Woodster. <laughs> Pull right up onto the beach and we'll hit those waves, bruh. Hard on, dude. <laughs> Far up. This is gonna be some radical waves, bruh. Whoa! Cowabunga. <laughs> totally tubular, dude. Blondie. <laughs> hey, welcome to the podcast. I saw that. I saw that. He saw that. You saw that. We saw that. I saw that. They saw that. <laughs> I'm Brian. And I'm Brian. We're the Brian brothers. <laughs> Dude, your name's Brian, too. Whoa. <laughs> Mind blown, dude. <laughs> I'm going to talk like that all day. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Um, Welcome to the podcast. We're here to talk about Earth Girls Are Easy... 1998. 1998. 1988. 1988. Smash comedy. I don't know if it was a smash. I don't think it did. No. It was a flop. It was a turd that got flushed pretty quickly. (laughs) Yeah. Starring Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis. Jim Carrey and Damon Wayans. You know, they were married in this movie, Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis. Married in the movie or married because of the movie? <laughs> During the time of filming, they were a, they were a married couple. Oh, were they, were they married because of the film, though? I don't know. Because they met on it and they were like, I love this alien guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love this alien handsome man. Handsome man. I'm going to look it up. I love Jeff Gold, Gold's... His, I like his Gold Blooms. <laughs> there was a... There was a Conan O'Brien sketch back in the day where they um, they had uh, actors telling secrets, like called celebrity secrets, and yeah. they had Jeff Goldblum on. And it cuts to him, and he's like, 
People always ask me, is it gold blum or gold bloom? And I always reply the same way. How dare you speak to me? (laughs) (laughs) And it cuts away and it's just so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see when they get married. I saw him recently in a in a like a mobile game advertisement. (laughs) And it was hilarious. It looks like they got married in eighty seven, so the year before. Okay. Okay. And they were married until Oh, it doesn't say. It just says divorced. Yeah, 90-something. <laughs> uh, okay. And now he's married to a, a woman from Winnipeg. Right on, Who's man. a year, one year older than me. Oh, nice. Jeff likes him young. Emily. Emily. I believe she's a dancer? Dancer from Dan- Winnipeg. Dancer or singer or stunt double? Singer, stunt double from Winnipeg. <laughs> she's a they got married tri- triple threat. They got married in 2014. 2014. That's when I met my wife. Oh, she's born in Ontario. Oh, so but she's not from Winnipeg. Then. I think they met here. They met in Winnipeg. I think so. I think she was living oh. in Winnipeg at the time. Okay, well, nobody cares about Winnipeg. So <laughs> moving on from that. Except the Simpsons, they frequently reference Winnipeg. They do. They have a disgusting fascination with us. <laughs> they love us. us. Yeah. Let's talk about this movie. Let's do it. Oh, wait. That was the first podcast. <laughs> My first yeah. note is, these special effects with a laughy face. <laughs> oh, they were rotten. Oh, man. It was like I filmed this in the backyard. and That's what it looked like. when It's, it's st- like a toy space. It's like as soon as it started, too, we saw this. Uh, I, you can't even call that CGI. I think like Schoolhouse of Rock had better animation <laughs> than this crap. Just a bill. This was junk. The, it uh. was like old Star Trek, but from the 60s, but in the late 80s. Yeah. And at this point, we had good special effects in movies. We did. I may, uh, it makes me wonder, was this done on purpose to look this cheese? I feel like they just didn't have the budget. It, well... Why did they make the spaceship look so, I don't know. I mean, they gave it tail fins. They looked like yeah, a Cadillac it, in, in the sky. Yeah, it had a bottom fin that came out. It was like, it had to be aerodynamic in space. <laughs> the bottom fin. Well, it's like a ship right in the sea. It has to have a, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's that thing called on the ship? The rudder? No. A rudder. Look it up. I don't care. The bottom <laughs> I know what you're. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But yeah, that's to keep the, the ship stable in water mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. keep it going straight and maybe it was like um symbolism for a, like a penis the ship's <laughs> getting hard that wouldn't surprise me at all in this movie yeah i i always use um the abyss to talk about special effects and how we had the technology mm. in the 80s and that movie was made in 89 so it's yeah. probably they probably maybe filmed it in 88 or whatever mm-hmm. but that has great special effects in it yeah as a year later so well, their budget I think it comes was, down to budget. Yeah, I think they had twelve dollars for this movie. Yeah, this uh, adjusted for uh, inflation. Unfortunately, and I 40. read that that when it <laughs> when it came to box office, it uh, made a third of its uh, expenses. So <laughs> it's, it's such not, a turd. Yeah, well, it's not not that great. Um, yeah, so we start at the scene where uh, we're we're at the CG <laughs> CGI ship, Glebe Glorp and Flibble Flop. Well, they do a nice uh, a nice pan with the camera outside of that delicious animation into the ship, 
And then we see this, it looks like somebody's dad half-assed some sort of sleeping chamber. Yeah, you have a mummy in the middle of the ship. Yeah. Because <laughs> when they pan the camera across, I'm like, oh, that's a mummy. The yeah. Way they have it, <laughs> he looks wrapped up or something. Wrapped up in, in these. He's in the dark. Weird pods. I don't know. Yeah, but he's like floating there on a table or something. Yeah. Well, we don't know who it is, but because we know who, who's in the film. Yeah. We can only assume it's Jeff Goldblum. The aliens are, the ones yeah. we see are red and yellow. Yeah. And they're running around. They're running around. Yeah. And uh, is that how we start? We start with them running around, right? Yeah. They're on the ship. They're like scanning for signals. He has like an alien woman hologram he's trying to get working. Oh, right. He, because he wants to. These guys are super horny. And the first thing they talk about is they haven't seen women in a long time. Yeah. The alien woman looks just like our women, except like them furry and with the stupid hat yeah they're they're not far off from our dna strand i gotta see their language is actually well done it's just english backwards is it english backwards yeah it's all their lines but spoken phonetically backwards because it sounds so alien yeah you have (laughs) damon wayne's is zebo jim carrey is whiplock and And they're running around trying to get that whiplock and zebo yeah you forgot their names yeah i had to look (laughs) you have a remember you have a lip lock for a whiplock <laughs> a lip lock for whip lock. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. But yeah, they kind of get that hologram thing working and then yeah. <laughs> they get too excited by it and they like smash something by accident. Well, they're fighting. This is not, this doesn't damage the ship yet. They're fighting over something and banging around. So they put them off course or something. Something stupid happens. It's only when Jeff Goldblum gets up, and it's it's even worse because the captain he's the captain. Yeah, and then he tries. To and they they came from Zubali Zoo, and they're on their way to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch that show as it, a kid? Zoo, yeah. One season. There's like a billion episodes, but they only did one season. Mm. Uh, but I think at some point we're, we're right now with Gina Davis. I think actually we we I think we cut too far ahead because I think we yeah, start I don't with think, her. I don't think they have any problems on their ship yet. No, we st- just we we go we go back to her or start with her and she's with the, this doctor. Well, she's at home. He's not there yet. Yeah, I think she's. Well, she's in bed. Yeah, she's in bed already. Yeah, and she's getting ready because she wants to make some love. Yeah, she's she's also super horny. Yeah, I, I love these '80s films where every woman's horny. <laughs> I know. And like, as a, as a kid growing up watching these, you grew up and like, well, they're all horny, so perfect. We have the same mindset. I know. It's like when we grow up, it's gonna be great. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's the complete opposite. Don't believe what you see on TV. These women are, are make believe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she she's got this uh, her fiance. This doctor guy, super fancy, Dr. Love. I know they tease him in the hospital and call him that. They call him, yeah, that's his name, Dr. Love. No, his name isn't Dr. Love. <laughs> isn't it Dr. Love? That's why they tease him in the hospital and call him Dr. Love? Or is it because he's his, just... His name's just Ted. Oh, so he's just a, a womanizing... Man. Yeah, I think okay. they know his reputation. They know his so. reputation for sleeping around. Okay. But, but he comes home and he's acting all shady the yeah. moment he walks in the house, I'm like, oh, he's a dirtbag. Yeah. Because he comes home and he's like, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, get ready for bed. Like, 
Yeah. I'm kind of tired. I've been working a long time. We know that he has been working late. He's been with another woman. Yeah, because he went to the bathroom and he's got like a, what, he's got like a big hickey on his neck or something? Yeah, yeah. He puts makeup on it. Yeah, and you're like, oh, give me a break. This guy's a turd. And then he jumps in bed and kind of rolls over and it's like, okay, don't touch me. Yeah, because she's all like, hey, let's let's get going because I'm going to have to go away for this, what was it, a, a nail conference a nail conference, yeah. <laughs> well, she works at a nail Cuticle salon. convention. Cuticle I wrote convention. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a cuticle convention. <clears throat> oh, oh, man, it was good. so stupid. It was delicious. And I was like, this, this guy's... He's engaged to Gina Davis in the 80s, and he's cheating on her? Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, we go, <laughs> we're going to find out later what she does. Like, she's already, a, like, a beautiful woman. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, and then he's like, eh, not interested. So she's... He's basically of the mindset, I'll be with anybody but her. But For her. some reason, he's yeah. just turned off by her, which is like, why are you getting married to her? Exactly. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're getting married, yeah. They're, yeah, they're yeah. engaged, and their wedding's yeah. coming up. And I was like, why don't you just it's call it off? I, yeah. Why, yeah. What are you running End, around for? End it. Um, it's interesting to being a doctor. Like, that's not like today, if they wrote a movie about a doctor and a woman, the, the house would be very extravagant. This house yeah. is like just kind of like a bungalow in the valley. Yeah. Maybe they didn't make, mu- maybe doctors didn't make much in the 80s. Yeah. Had a nice fish <laughs> tank, though. You had a bitchin' fish tank. Did you read up about this actor playing Ted? No. He's got a dark. Uh, History? A dark ending to his life and career. Oh, well, get into it. <laughs> okay, well, his his name is Charles Rocket. Yeah. And I was like, I recognize this guy from something. And he so, was in, so a, he was cool in a lot of movies. He's been in Dances with Wolves. He was yeah. in Dumb and Dumber. He did tons of TV shows that he was like a guest spot on, like King of Queens, uh, Touched by an Angel, Law and Order, Criminal Intent. He's been acting up to recent then. Well, up until 2005. Oh, okay. But yeah, he did a lot of voice work, too. He was also in Third Rock, uh, Batman Beyond. He was in The X-Files, Star Trek Voyager. Wow. But this guy has tons of credits to his name. Mm-hmm. With the last name, like, Rocket. Yeah. Yeah. But in 2005, they found him dead in a field near his home in Connecticut. Wow. And he had cut his own throat. So he went out into this field, he slit his throat, and he was 56 years old. And yeah, they ended up discovering him, and they say it was a suicide. So it was actually a murder cover-up. <laughs> who, who cuts their throat? Someone determined. Like, that's a, a crazy like, thing to do. Yeah. But I don't know if he had... Shoot yourself. I don't know what happened with him, but yeah, that's a pretty dark ending for Ted. That's sad. For Ted. I, I, uh... I mean, um, you know, depression is no joke, and that's that's heartbreaking. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It's too bad. They don't have any more details in his IMDb, but yeah. All right, well, that is very dark. Back to this comedy. (laughs) All right, uh, okay. Sorry, uh, Mr. Rocket. Um, Or his family, rather. Okay, cool. Well, I'm done. I'm leaving. I'm done. (laughs) Goodbye. I don't want nothing to do with this podcast anymore. (laughs) I should have brought it up after. Yeah, okay. So what happens next? So it's the day after she goes to work. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I tried. I tried and he didn't want to touch me. And then she's like, girl, you need a makeover. This is the point of the oh, movie Candy, where Candy is her, is her co-worker. Candy, probably the owner too, I think, of the nail salon. Oh, I also... No, I want, there's some, something oh, happened before oh, this. Oh, what? Because I have, I have notes. Oh, what, what do you got? 
I wrote down, what's that dryer plugged into? So she has a dryer that she's using in her car. A hair dryer? Yeah. Like she uses a hair dryer in her car. And I'm pretty sure in the 80s you couldn't do that. I mean, you could probably plug it into the lighter. With what? Uh, yeah, you're right. She does have one in her car. I'm like, what's it plugged into? She's she's drying her nails. You're right. But she's driving like an old, what is it? That's like a pretty nice Mustang or something, right? Nah, well, it's some sort of convertible. I don't know, cars. Um, but she's got a sweet car. Yeah. She's a really nice, it's like a blue. Uh, it's a very colorful movie. It's a blue, mu- yeah. I also wanted to mention that. See, like there's a um, like a pickup truck with a house on it. The, the cars, I don't know if you paid attention. but The cars the, in this movie are wild. The cars in this movie are absolutely fantastic. I don't know like who scouted for these vehicles. Um, later on, we see a grand piano yeah. on wheels. And there's another car yet. But just as she's pulling into the parking lot or her, her nail salon, there's a yellow, like a Toyota Tundra with massive wheels that's lifted. Yeah. But it's got like a yellow house, two-story house built on the back of it, kind of like a like a camping Yeah, uh, like a trailer. Addition. But I don't know why, why it's there. It's never brought up. It's Yeah, it's just this... They add these little background. Are they in an things. alternate universe? Where <laughs> what it, is it seems, it almost reminds me of the Back to the Future universe. But it's very colorful and it's very like it's very uh, of that eighties eclectic vibe. Yeah, it it, it even like uh, dives deeper into that. It, it doubles down. Yeah, it's um, yeah, and in her car. You're right. It's a blue. It's a blue like a light blue. Yeah. Uh, Mustang, like a 50s something Mustang. Yeah. And she gets out of the car. And she's drying her nails. She dries her pretty little nails with a hair dryer. Also, why are they wet to begin? Did she just apply this? Yeah. But she just has it in her car. And I I don't think they had plugins for the the little lighter plugins that had an outlet, like the plug, the prongs. I I don't know. I call bullshit. Well, they had the lighter outlets. For lighters. There was no such thing. But you're saying that the hairdryer wouldn't have it. Yeah, the plug for the hairdryer. Because that would have been a wall outlet plug, right? Like the two prongs. Who knows, though? Maybe it was a camping addition for camping. I'm leaving. Goodbye. Bye. Get out. (laughs) Get out of here. Get out of your own place. But yeah, then they go into the salon, and it's the most... It's a... Stereotypical salon that you've ever seen in your life. Running in the background. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's... uh, but that girl cur- curl up and die or so. Oh, perm. They do perms, tints, curl and nails. Up and die. <laughs> curl up and die. It does. It says that's yeah. What a great name. <laughs> it's D Y E, obviously, but it's curl up and die. I, that's the name. <laughs> I curl up and that. die is the name of the salon. I wasn't looking at on that a, for some reason. On a massive hair dryer. Um, Oh, yeah, and that old lady is leaving because she missed the appointment with her. <laughs> yeah, he, she missed an appointment with this old bat that's taking off from the. Uh, from the salon. She and, says something uh, to her. The door's a real bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the salon is just as 80s. It uh, almost looks like a 50s diner if it weren't for all the salon yeah. stuff. Yeah, it reminds me of um, Saved by the Bell. Yeah, that kind of aesthetic. Yeah. And um, she runs into candy. Oh, and so we're at the gym, and, uh, <laughs> and Ted is talking to his buddies about uh, how he blames her about yeah. not having sex. Yeah, he blames and 1980s Gina his, Davis. Yeah, his boy's like, oysters are good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's his like, his buddies are losers. Yeah, they don't know how to work out. 
the gym is also 80s. Like yeah. there's women were working out there with that like, 80s uh like mm-hmm. um what is that workout they like to do all the time the 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 Oh, uh, I don't know. It was called. It was very the popular. Suzanne Summers kind of thing. No, nah, but it was called something like a dance aerobic sort of thing. Right. Yeah, but that's how they're dressing with spandex and leotards and all that stuff. But I think Candy throughout the entire movie, every outfit she has is massive cleavage. Like it's just she's oh, yeah. like a party girl. Yeah. In L.A. Yeah, her she's hair bouncing she's got around the 80s all the time. Hair, the loud hair. Now they talk about wanting to give Gina Davis a makeover. Yeah, but Gina Davis's hair at the beginning of this film is so awful and ugly. I don't know what human would want all these curls. No, she looks like Rick James. Yeah, but her face, like she's beautiful. She's doing her like a super freak thing with her hair. Well, yeah, you know. Oh, this this computer program. <laughs> like, oh, they run this computer program. Yeah, it's absolutely wonderful. It's, they didn't uh, have computer programs like this in the no. '80s where you could like make over your picture. No, but you could paint on paint. You could I know paint she your paints over blue. the eyes. Yeah. But the fact that she just pulls up her picture and changes her hairstyle, like that's not... you would need a program specifically written for that individual and yeah. for that exact purpose for the same sh- head shape. That's not even a thing now. And <laughs> I know she already had her face preloaded. Yeah, like, they knew they were, they were going to get a makeover. And this is where I said, "Oh no, is this a musical?" Yeah, I and said, I like musicals. But... I said the same thing because I forgot that this was a musical. I didn't even. I don't remember this as a kid at all. Yeah, but you got all the girls. In the in the salon singing, <clears throat> yeah, they're like waxing people and doing their hair and dancing, and it's awful. It's all awful. I mean, no, the choreographies of the eighties and and like the like the dress and everything. It's 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 fun. The music is worse than Poison. The music isn't great. I'm not saying the singing and, and dancing is bad. No, but the music is bad. The music's bad. The the song kind of sucks. It's not memorable. Like, oh, I wish I could no. have this on CD. <laughs> all I all, actually, I don't remember any of the songs from the from the movie. All I remember is like, okay, this is the makeover song. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I recall watching this again and thinking, I hope this ends soon. Yeah. I, and I almost want to turn it off, and I was going to call you and say, listen, man, you, I want to switch movies. I'm really sorry. I didn't know this was a musical. Either this song ends soon, or I'm going to kill myself. One of these things is going to happen. Yeah. I'm going to oh, drive out to a field in Connecticut. Gina Davis goes through these different iterations of makeover. Oh, yeah. She had the, the bondage one. Mm-hmm. Egyptian had, Cleopatra yeah. look. Yeah, that was rough. The, oh, they keep flashing to like different nails done up. Yeah. Um, poorly now she looks completely naked when she's on the table yeah and they're giving her this makeover yeah Look, are these all the people that work there or are these all the people that are currently customers here <laughs> well forget the customers uh the nips <laughs> yeah did they put little nips on put top of the towel nips on the towel it's almost like they, she couldn't show real nipples even though she basically does when she's in a bathing suit yeah later on she does yeah and then she's walking around the salon in this bikini yeah it's uh, it's, oh, it's, it's ridiculous. Bad. I think even Gina Davis is probably like, oh, what am I doing? I would love to watch her watch this movie and just watch the reactions of like her and Goldblum watching it because they would just be like, oh my gosh, what are we? Doing? What is happening? Why are we doing this? Yeah. So she gets this makeover and uh, she goes home to 
prepare uh, for another evening. So she's blonde here, blue eyes. She has contacts. Yeah, she's gonna get. And she, she got all sexed up. She's got this fancy lingerie on. She gets. She's the house. waiting for Ted to come home. Yeah, and she, he thinks she's gone to this convention. Yeah, I guess she's at the cuticle collective or whatever you said. <laughs> the, yeah, the cuticle convention. I don't know why she isn't there. Yeah. Yet, maybe. I don't, I don't think they ever mentioned they it don't mention it. or anything. I, I was thinking that too. Like, how does he know that she's not home? He just assumes that's what it sounds like. He's a dipshit. And uh of course she's still she's I don't I don't say she's more beautiful. I guess the hair is better, but it almost looks like a wig. And, it probably uh, is a wig. So she's prepped the house, uh, ready to to have some fun with him. Yeah. She, she thinks she's gonna attract him and uh and she hears him coming in, but she doesn't know he's with the woman. Yeah, he so comes home with a nurse. Yeah. One of the nurses from the hospital. <clears throat> so another she, blonde girl. So she goes and she hides. Uh, in the closet to surprise him and uh, of course he's you know he does he thinks she's gone so he's like hey you know uh make yourself at home you know i'm gonna go get ready of course he he's gonna go take off to the bathroom take his clothes off or whatever yeah also if you're bringing a woman home and this woman doesn't know you're married already or have a girlfriend or fiance yeah there is no way to hide it quickly like someone else doesn't live here yeah, he he quickly grabs all her crap. In I think in he the goes bedroom. for her vanity. He dumps it all. I'm like, yeah, you <laughs> still true. have a makeup vanity, dude. Yeah. If you didn't live with another woman, that wouldn't be there. Yeah, and also check the bathroom because it's probably full of like lady stuff. Yeah, and he dumps it all in the toilet and flushes. That's that gonna so clog, dude. That's gonna clog that ain't the going toilet. nowhere. Oh yeah, yeah. He's putting underwear. He puts objects <laughs> in the toilet. And then he just flushes it. Yeah, that's not how it works. No. So uh, the other woman's snooping in the living room. Yeah, and she's looking at something, and she ends up backing into a cactus. Yeah. Or something like that. Knocks the cactus over and uh, causes some sort of ruckus, some commotion. So that's when Gina, uh, Valerie. Gina Davis. <laughs> For some reason, that's her signal to be like, oh, I'm going to jump out of the closet yeah. now. And she gives, her, like, she gives her like a hug or like a bear hug or something. It was kind of weird. That's yeah. Like, As she, if you wouldn't know the moment you came out of the closet that's that a woman. that is not your husband. That's another woman. Yeah. And then in that moment when they find out they're both women. Yeah, they both fall to the floor. Ted comes out with a... Uh, is he nude? He's not nude. Oh, he's in his boxers. He's in his boxers. He's he comes out and he's like, "Time for Doctor Love" or something stupid. Right. He's got I guess a stethoscope on. I guess that's why the other nurses heard about what happened and right. are teasing him and calling him Doctor right. Love. He has a stethoscope on and uh, he's yeah right. And then he sees he sees Valerie I think right and he's like, "Oh yeah, hey Valerie!" Like he's kind of like turned on with her or something or or he finds out like, "Oh, there's two of you" or something. I don't remember. Well, her react. The other woman, she's like, ah, you know, and I'm not into this kinky stuff that you oh, guys right. are into because she's thinking, right. oh, they want a threesome. But he's trying to cover up right away, and then there's no way you can cover this up. No, there was no other instance where this would be. <clears throat> yeah, anything else. So the date takes off because clearly she's there, uh, and Valerie uh, starts throwing sushi. Yeah, which I gotta say is very progressive for the '80s because like nobody was eating sushi back then. <laughs> you know, I guess this is in California. It was already getting like hyped up, but. I do like the line where she's like, hey, if you want to have meaningless sex, have it with me because yeah. I'm right here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so she kicks him out. She yeah. kicks him out in his skivvies. And, Which uh, is great. Yeah. Screw this guy. It's pretty funny. The neighbors are looking. There's this one nosy neighbor with her stupid radar. Oh, and her thing. hair looks like a pyramid. She looks like a Marge Simpson type character. <laughs> and uh, the whole yeah, the whole neighbor is like they're drawing attention to them. And uh, that woman is out of like a cartoon with her hair well, and her yeah. big satellite dish to listen across the street. Yeah. 
and it actually does a good job. Like, I don't think we have anything <laughs> today that we can do that with. I don't know. Well, uh, now you just need like a little uh, gun zoom mic. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, you, you do it. I mean, I don't stalk, but I know that you're enjoying that. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, she runs out in her lingerie to yell at him, like, where are you going? Yeah. You kicked him out of the house and threw the keys out the door. Where did you think he was going? Yeah. He's not staying. Yeah. She and why kicks would you him want out him and to then stay? she's like, hey, come back. And then she yells at the old bat with the satellite dish and blows her eardrums out. Uh, so we get into a musical here about... Uh, a bad song that... This is Dutch, right? That's not her singing, right? I don't think it's her singing. It can't. Be. It's another song I don't remember. She kills his fish by dumping champagne into yeah. the fish tank. Yeah. Uh, really expensive fish, too. Um, this is a uh, a song about, like, heartbreak, but also... She's, like, longing for him. Longing but... for him. Yeah, she wants him or still wants him. I do or... not understand her infatuation with this loser. Yeah. The relationship I, I, I doesn't the same make thing. any sense. I want the same thing. I, I, I kind of feel like... She's like a supposed to be like a ditzy valley girl, so she's supposed to be kind of like an airhead. Yeah, and I, why are I quotes unquote? Why yes. are all her memories of him her ruining the her day? ruining the day? Like she's his ruining football his game. life. She ruined his football game. Yep, his big touchdown, the she, barbecue, the barbecue throws him and the and the barbecue in the in the pool. Yeah, and yeah, all that all this is yeah, that's right. They cut to the, in, in the song. They it's uh, like why is it's like <clears throat> is he still with her? Like because she's like a trophy wife kind of thing for I him. I think so. But yeah, she they, they definitely play it like she's an idiot. Yeah, but then she's not. I don't know. It's and then she's trashing strange. the house. She but this should have been. House. Oh, this is yeah. the end of Ted for us. Like yeah, that should have been like Ted's no more. We don't yeah. need him anymore. Now let's go move on with the with the new characters. Yeah, yeah, we've established that her heart is broken. Yeah, she hasn't gotten any because he's sleeping around. Yeah, so she's very uh yeah she's hungry. Oh, she throws all of his cigars away. Oh, she shoves them in the VCR. Yeah, I like the pin, uh, the pin uh, model thing. Did you have one face. of those as a kid? Yeah, those are cool, eh? Thinking about it now, how gross it is that you would just oh, pick so them gross. up and put them to your face. Yeah. Well, never mind that. They have the big one at the museum. Oh, you stick your face in that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How many? What was that? That oh, that was in the so basement. Nasty. Touch the universe. Yeah. In the museum. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's there anymore. No, no, it's long gone. I th- I hope the the three D mirror thing is still there. That thing was awesome. Yeah, the mirror room. <clears throat> There was another thing about like, oh, this is the 80s, so everybody has a bowling ball, and everybody mm-hmm. has a pair of skis in their home. In their home, yeah. Everybody in L.A. Bowls. Everybody, yeah, in L.A. Well, they ski the California mountains, yeah. yeah, the slopes. But yeah, she lines it up and destroys the TV with it, which was pretty cool. Or but... computer, it was a computer, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, his Commodore, a his Commodore. Commodore. Yeah, it's a Commodore. Because he comes back later and he's like, Commodore is supposed to be indestructible. I'm like, yeah. I don't think they intended for bowling balls to roll into it. Yeah, she uses the skis as a slope to drive the bowling ball into the screen and destroy yeah. it. I don't think it would have destroyed it. No, it would have blown just, it up. I think it would have like just tapped off the front because yeah. it has Cracked no... the screen maybe yeah. a little bit. But she oh. blew it up. And then she dyes her hair back to regular. Yeah, Yeah, I actually forgot that scene where she dyes her hair back. 
And that's really what that was, is that was a wig that she yeah. was wearing. And uh, that's their cop-out for, oh, yeah. She yeah, so their justification. We justified it by dying it back, yeah. A space uh, alien made me pregnant on that newspaper on her table. little foreshadowing. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, so she's, she's uh, I don't know. I think they cut to the aliens next. She's crying about it. Yeah. They go to their ship, and that's when what we were talking about before. She's, I think she's crying to candy that it didn't work out or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this is what we're talking about. The aliens, they're, they're horny. They start they, to pick up an Earth signal about women on TV. Yeah, they got earthworm. They're like, bald thing, I love you. Oh, yeah, because they're hairless. they're hairless. And uh, they obviously look like they're women, so they're like, oh, man, we got to we gotta get us some of those. And then they, they kind of span, they zoom in actually on her pool, and she's swimming. Yeah, they zoom in from space into yeah. her backyard. Yeah. Like, exactly on her. Yeah. And she's wearing the pink bikini. Yeah. And yeah, they're like, Chris and I both paused the movie and just laid there for a while watching. <laughs> Yeah, and they're these guys are excited. They're and uh, they're fighting over whose turn it is to look. Jim Carrey is doing so much Jim Carrying. Yeah, he definitely carries his, the gym in this one. His face is going to explode because he's watching this. Oh yeah, and then they all freak out. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I like Otish. Yeah, Otish, Otish. But yeah. that this ends up waking up Mac Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, the ship's out of control. Jeff Goldblum's <laughs> flopping around in his makeshift weird, I don't know. What hover bed? Hover bed, yeah. It's almost like he's in a cryo sleep while they're controlling the ship. Yeah. Well, you they never, have their own cryostasis crap. You never find out why they're in space. No. You never find out what their mission is or if they're just out there for no reason. Well, that, they're pretty stupid, so I don't know if it's to discover yeah. uh, you know, lower beings. Uh, but yeah, all their language is backward English. Uh, Jeff Goldblum tries to save the ship, and uh, it's not happening. And yeah, I think he just manages to land it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Was maybe it was them zooming in on her property is what pointed the ship in that direction? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they so, happen to land. So they're starting right where they were looking. Crash land, and and that's when the ship grows its schlong on the bottom. And I was surprised at how tiny the ship is when it enters. It fits in a swimming pool. Yeah, it's so small. Well, that's the, but then they they did explain that by saying that they're mini inside the ship. Yeah, and that what this was is a budget thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like how stupid. I love how they see kind of CGI the the ship in the air and then it drops and yeah. then it cuts to the ship in the now in the pool, which has been there the whole time. Yeah, and uh, she stands <clears throat> up and she's like, "Oh no, my bathing yeah. suit see through this whole scene." Yeah, the whole scene her bathing suit. So I don't know why they did this rubber nipple thing. Yeah, no earlier. kidding. It's like, oh, in like ten minutes you're gonna see them anyway. Yeah, I'm almost like you know uh, cover yours, but you can see Gina Davis's bush through this thing like this is full on like she might as well be nude here because she's pretty much naked under this pink bathing suit i know and they had to know when they're filming it it's oh yeah like like her nipples are loud like, yeah here i am if you put on the subtitles they're dotting the eyes in like <laughs> the, yeah <laughs> yeah in the lowercase j's um so she swims up to the ship and that's when you find out that they're small they're actually small inside the ship like a mini a miniature this is the point where I went online and I was looking up how much time before Jurassic Park came out. This is five years before he does Jurassic Park. Oh, wow. Could you imagine him doing a movie like this, like after Jurassic Park at all? <laughs> like, um, Well, here's the thing. 
did the director ever say like it was okay, a passion project? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Jeff, uh, play Alien, and Jeff's like, okay, and he plays Jeff Goldblum. Like he's he he does, he's basically himself. Yeah, he's the least alien alien in this movie. Like like Jim Carrey really plays into it hard. Like he even like too much. Damon Wayans is probably like more neutral. He's the most alien out of them all. Yeah, and then Jeff Goldblum is Jeff Goldblum. Like he. He, yeah, he's he, walking around Goldblooming the whole thing. He's the first guy to learn English. He talks normal, like even whip, whip black, whip black, whip, whip. <laughs> like he doesn't change, right? Yeah, but, and they pull her out of the pool because she, like, she's dra- she dra- she hits she, her like, head on the ship. Yeah, she falls she falls into the pool. Yeah, they pull her basically naked body into the into the pool, and then they shrink down again. They shrink into the into oh, the ship. It's, yeah, it's just Goldblum. <clears throat> yeah, no, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum saves her. Yeah. Of course, he's the hero. He's the he's the captain. Yeah, and these other two aliens were so horny that I was worried that they were gonna just do stuff to her while she's in there. <laughs> when I was a kid, I, even though I didn't know much about sex, I, that's why I didn't like this movie. It scared me because I thought these guys were like a little rapey. Yeah, all this was all rapey to me, and I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And I didn't even know what that was, but yeah. it just seemed wrong. And, and, and like I shouldn't be watching this. It's very hypersexualized, <laughs> right? But uh, yeah, she's scared of them for about two seconds. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh wow, where am oh, I?" Oh, you guys are aliens! But man, they make her such a ditz in this movie. Yeah, yeah, she's it's, it's brutal. They make her dumb, and uh, and then these guys are kind of scared of her too. I like how they kind of they uh, mimic. They mimic. Yeah, that's they, one interesting thing. Is they to learn like more about it, they start mimicking things. They yeah. can do sound effects. Yeah, they go ooh, and they're like ooh, like yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, funny moment. So, yeah, so she's in the ship. She's super scared, and um, they think she's going to explode or she's a bomb or something, and so they duck, which is stupid. And yeah. they're like, no, she's not a bomb. She's just afraid. <clears throat> and uh, whatever. So she, But, she, yeah, they, they get into the house, and then they do this yeah. whole montage of, like, Oh, aliens don't know how human things work. Oh, what's this for? And they're holding things up to their heads. I'm like, oh. It's a typical trope, too. So stupid. They got to watch TV, right? They got to look at all the human stuff and and break it. And they eat. It was such a groan. When they're eating the fish, I was trying to see if they're going to eat those fish. Yeah. They actually uh, replace the fish they're eating. It's cheap, like cheap, like sardines or something. Okay. They were never grabbing exotic fish, I think. Like, no exotic fish was harmed in this movie, from what I could tell. (laughs) But they also pull out the perfect skeleton of the fish out of their mouth. (laughs) And you're like, wait a second. Well, it's kind of like a cartoony, right? Are they wearing, like, thongs over their furry bodies? Like, they have these little belts and, like, little Y-front. Well, they're packing heat. That's for sure. (laughs) They gotta be. Yeah, they're they're doing well in the alien uh, package department. (laughs) All three of them. (laughs) And... uh, Yeah, and they're in the house... Yeah, so in the house, messing around with messing stuff. Messing around, they break stuff, and they get into television. They start watching TV. They eat the fish. Now, there is one good bit that I like, is when they're sitting down in front of the TV, yeah. and there's a flower vase in the way, and they keep moving it around in front of them until yeah. I think Jim Carrey just grabs the flowers out, throws them on the floor, <laughs> and he's yeah. like, screw this. Yeah, because it's in the way, right? Yeah. Woody gets called in. Yes, Woody. Uh, Michael McKenna. Michael McKenna. One of my favorite yeah, Star Trek Voyager him. characters. He's in one episode where he plays... The concept of fear, yeah, in this halt, like almost like a, like um, a world that exists only in your mind. Oh yeah, and it's real. It was a really good episode, well, but he plays Voyager? a really scary guy. Yeah, yeah, oh, 
Okay. So the aliens do all this stupid stuff. They're watching yeah, and then, TV shows. and Oh, yeah, I forgot the cat fell in the pool. Cat's uh, sassy. So he comes in. He's like, what's this, man? And she's like, oh, it's a deck. It's a new deck I got. Yeah. And um, But and she also she, talks she on the phone the to Ted pool. while they're at home. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I've never cheated on you. Right, just when Ted I fooled around him. with this other girl. Yeah. So I never cheated on you. Only the oh. other time I was cheating with you. He considers right. kissing not cheating. Yeah. He, I guess to him, only intercourse is cheating, yeah. which is bullshit. Come on, man. He's emotionally cheating. Yeah. You, you Well, you physically, too. If you're making oh, yeah. out with the girl, yeah. come on, you're cheating. He's a, he's a dirtbag. But yeah, she's like, oh, we got to make these aliens look human. Let's take them to the salon. Well, she, tell, she tells Woody, drain the pool, and he's like, it's going to take it a day. Yeah. And then um, she takes the guys to the salon to make them look more human. Because, you know, it would be that easy. It takes candy, like. 10 minutes to realize like there's aliens here until they finally get up and scare her and she's pretty cool with it yeah she's like oh wow gnarly and uh they're of course doing the same thing they did in gina davis's house where it's like oh weird what's this weird stuff and they start trashing her shop and eating like makeup or something and she she says something after being on the phone with uh ted she's like oh no ted's gonna come here he's a trained doctor he's gonna be able to tell they're not locals yeah yeah because that's what it takes to look at these three (laughs) colorful aliens yeah hey i'm a doctor yeah i know these aren't locals (laughs) yeah anybody with a face would figure this out so (laughs) so candy is uh purportedly a a magician because she takes these hairy freaks and she does some somehow she does this amazing magic. She's wearing the most low cut top again. Oh yeah. Well her breasts are always the feature of the <laughs> Yeah, that that's her, her, thing. her character. So they're doing their mimicking sound things while they're talking to her and they're like doing a Michael Winslow thing. Right. There is no way she could pull off the transformation she does. No. She shaves she shaves them so you see this like multicolored hair on the floor. Now, I don't know a lot about hair and color and everything, but if you shave an animal, you are going to see the color that their fur is on their skin. Yeah, you will. These are bright colored guys. Like, Whiplock would be so red. Yeah. He'd be all red. You see, like, if if you shaved, you see his five o'clock shadow. Yeah, they shaved. She kept the hair on their heads so they look like people. Yeah. Jim Carrey still has stubble, so you actually see, like, he looks a human, um, which is ridiculous. Um, And Damon Wayans, even though he was yellow. Yeah. They shave him down. He's a black man underneath. <laughs> he actually says, oh, my God, we're, like, totally black. Yeah. <laughs> says, like, and you had to know Damon Wayans just, just like, hey, I'm going to say this. Yeah. Just because it's fu- going to be funny. Yeah. Jim Carrey, I got to say, though, is surprisingly handsome in this Oh, one. yeah, he's a handsome dude. He's a really good-looking guy here. Like, And some reason Jeff Goldblum comes out and he's not wearing a shirt. Yeah, but Jeff, that's because he's cut. He's got to he got to show his body. He looks he's the good. star. Yeah, yeah. He, he looks like he knows that he's doing that. Like he's coming out to look hot. So he does that Jeff Goldblum face. Oh, like, his smoldering face. Oh uh, yeah. He uh, still does that too. He, he and does. It still gets me, man. Yeah. He's gray and beautiful. Uh, does, does this look good? Um, yeah. <laughs> the whole time I couldn't understand if they were just mimicking language when they're speaking, or do they understand what they're saying and. It's relative. Well, Jeff Goldblum, for some reason, his character picks up English immediately, so he's he actually talks sort really fine. He is repeating things he's heard before, but he yeah. uses them in proper context. But the other two yeah. don't. Yeah, which which is like, are they just idiots, <laughs> or do they understand and they're just goofing off? It's never clear. 
Well, they understand, but I don't know if I think he understands the most. So. And then Candy asks, "Are they straight?" Yeah, because <laughs> she don't like, know. How would oh, you know? Oh, brother! Of course, in the eighties, everybody was terrified of gay people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she was because she wanted to sleep with them. Yeah. <laughs> so they go out in the valley. Um, again, we get to see that eighties eclectic. Yeah, they're yeah. like it's Saturday night. This yeah. doesn't look like night to me when they drive out. Yeah, palm trees. They're, but in two seconds, it will. They get to sit in the back of the car with the convertible and the seat kind of dangerously. There's low riders. Yeah. So they got to get that in there, right? Yep, they're flirting with people driving up next to them. Yeah. Because everybody in L.A. is horny in 1988. Yeah, everybody wants to be touched or whatever. Now, I'm a huge Bond nerd, and so they pull up right next to a theater and there's a poster of Timothy Dalton for The Living Daylights, and it says mm. Living Daylights on the marquee. Oh. And I was like, yeah, that movie came out in 1987. I guess it was still in the theaters. See? Man, that, that got me excited. Nerd alert. It was the only thing in this movie I got excited <laughs> about. Well, there was the bikini earlier. Yeah. Don't tell anyone <laughs> of that. Uh, so they're in the car. They're flirting. There's some girls. Uh, Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jim Carrey uh, sees some nice ladies. And he just jumps into their car. He jumps into their car. He's Which is kind of a baller mood. Yeah. Like, I mean, move. If you did that. Oh, he yodels at them. <laughs> yeah, because he heard that on the TV earlier. Yeah. And they don't think, oh, this guy's a moron. They're like, he's attractive. Get in here. Yeah. He makes fun of them. He mimics them. Again. He just says, he just repeats everything back to them. Yeah, whatever they're saying. And they're like, yeah. I feel like they just portray all these women are so dumb. Mm-hmm. They just see a handsome guy. Doesn't matter what he says or does. Come yeah. on with us. Yeah. So they go to the club. Uh, do you recognize the club? It looks like an observatory. It is. It's the it's the Los Angeles Observatory. <laughs> There's the grand the grand pianos parked outside of it. It is. It's the it's the it's the observatory. <laughs> we, uh, you know, like I don't know if you play Grand Theft Auto Five is yeah. features in. You can drive yeah. by it. Yeah. But why is there? Why are they having a club in there? Uh, well, it's not in there, but it's supposed to look like a grand club. And I guess the biggest, best, awesomest thing that they could show <laughs> was the, the observe because it's right on the hill, right? If you look yeah. past it, you yeah. get to see the city, the city lights beyond so the, the observatory. So they just put those like neon signs and stuff on yeah. in front of it. And, and I have like, a feeling yeah, this is a club now. Yeah, and I have a feeling if they try that today, even though it's in Hollywood practically, yeah, uh, I don't think they'd allow it. I think they, this movie got away with this. Yeah, maybe they didn't tell anybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're gonna film this. We're gonna do one take. They, but yeah, it's a beautiful shot outside of it where you get to see the city because the observatory is up on the hill. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, that was that was an interesting that was an, that was an interesting thing. That's the most interesting thing I saw in the movie. It's like, oh, it's it's yeah. But Jim Carrey in this club cracks me up because he's he's looking at these women obviously like an alien, like he's never seen them before, and they're all mm-hmm. just cool with it. They don't care. No, well, they think he's handsome too, though. Yeah, they're but enamored if, by him. They, I think if you or him. I went into a club and we went that close to a woman's body and just stared, it would be like, hey, buddy, get the hell out of yeah, here. Kill us. <laughs> The bouncer would be pounding us in the back lane. Oh yeah, with his fists. Yeah. I mean, there's da- so there's dancing cages. Um, of course, you have to pair the black character with the black. Oh uh, yeah, they have that actress. that black girl yeah. dancing up, and like, oh, they're gonna pair up. Yeah, that's how it has to be. It's got to be this. Yeah, the same. Uh, there was a there's a great joke in Community where Pierce is trying to distract uh, Troy. Yeah, and um. Troy, uh, you know, he's played by Childish Gambino, mm-hmm. that actor, musician, mm-hmm. Donald Glover. Man, I couldn't Glover, remember his yeah, name. Yeah. Anyway, so he's like, 
He's like, hey, there's that foxy black girl over there. And he turns around and looks, and he, like, sucker, like, he kicks him in the shin. And he's like, ow. He's like, mm-hmm. it's like, why did you have to do that? And I was like, why did she have to be black? And he's making, <laughs> making the joke that it's like, oh, yeah, he would only turn and look if it was a black girl, black which girl. is not true. But yeah, it's that old stereotype of, like, yeah. even when I did background work on a, a Hallmark Christmas movies, mm-hmm. they didn't like it when some of the extras are paired up in interracial pairs. Really? So yeah, they didn't like it. Some of the yeah, some of the uh, onset people would be like, "Okay, you go here with like, oh yeah, we got to pair up anyone who's like." I'm not watching any Hallmark movies now. <laughs> that did it. That was it. They might be a little more um, PC now, but yeah. that was a few years ago, and I was like, well, "That's kind of interesting." Mm-hmm. Shout out to Hallmark. So yeah, so Damon Wayne's paired up with the black girl. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> Jim Carrey's getting it on with every lady making out in the club yeah uh, he's dancing he's having a great time like if you went to a club and you were dan- yeah. you were like that man that's a success yeah gina davis and uh ding dong are having a moment right they mac talk. mac yeah they talk they they, they talk they, they go out on a talk. balcony because she's kind of heartbroken and he can tell yeah now apparently there's a whole there's a whole bunch of scenes with jim carrey and candy that got cut from the movie really yeah, there was like a whole story with them and their love or whatever. Oh, they were supposed to. Oh, that's why Jim Carrey's always like candy, candy, yeah. candy, and everybody's confused thinking. Yeah, they're handing him candy, candy. And yeah, no, he's talking about her. Yeah, do you have any candy? Well, why would they cut it? <clears throat> Probably it's, for time. It's not the Jim Carrey show. <clears throat> the thing is, Jim Carrey was such a multi-million-dollar star just a few years after this. Yeah, pretty he, much. He probably was regrets not keeping his parts in. Because he, he became bigger than Jeff Goldblum after. Well, there's some covers for this movie where they Photoshop him onto it. Because it's just Gina Davis and Jeff Goldblum on the cover. Yeah. But there's certain versions where they've cut him into it. So oh, he's wow. standing behind them. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah, and Jim Carrey. Don't forget Jim Carrey. It's kind of like l- oh, with Leprechaun Dana. and Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Now that she's yeah. in that first Leprechaun movie, she's yeah. all over the front cover. Like, Jennifer yeah. Aniston in Leprechaun. I'm like, she's barely in it. But yeah, yeah. she's in it. Yeah. But there's a throughout this whole time, she's whispering to her friend loudly at a club. We don't want people to know they're aliens. Yeah. We got to keep this secret. I'm like, hey, maybe don't shout it out at a club, idiot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would. I would just like to say too that the dancing, like, I don't know how to dance, but the dancing stinks. Oh man, it's so of the era, but. It, it's even worse. Like, they dance better than that. That's super cool pimp dude who comes yeah. in with a cane. Were canes cool in the 80s? I don't think so. His dancing was so stupid. It and sucked. he was supposed to be, like, the cool guy. Yeah, he just flopped his legs and spun. And I'm Damon like, Wayans was dancing way better. And he's... Damon yeah. Wayans, even being an alien, is so much cooler than this guy who's supposed to be, like, the coolest of cool. Yeah. <laughs> Every woman wants this guy. He just danced. Oh. But, I mean, Corey, like, today, like, like you know, I don't want to watch TikTok, but there's people at home who could just, like, flop their arms around and look better than this guy dancing. This dancing sucked. It well, was even the worst. The scene on the balcony, Gina Davis is talking, and they cut her off mid-talk to cut back to the dance-off. Yeah. Like, yeah. she's still speaking. She didn't finish what she was saying, and they cut away. <laughs> they cut away to and show And I laughed this. so hard. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. This is where I paused the movie, and I saw there was an hour left, and I went, oh, my God. We there's an hour left. <laughs> uh, I picked a good one. Yeah. So, yeah, they had the dance off. Uh, Wayne's wins. Jim Carrey is like. But then we cut forward, and Ted's going back home. Yeah. And he's got that, that Julio Iglesias LP. Because that's the only way to say you're sorry. Sorry, yeah. Well, maybe she likes it. I don't know. <laughs> it was kind of, it was awkward. 
but yeah, he comes home and he, to say uh, this is a man's, and he comes home to these guys, right? Or no, or I don't think they're home yet. They're not home yet, or it's oh, it's nighttime, right? And they get okay. But yeah, he sees that his place is trash. That's when he sees the Commodore, and he's like, "These are supposed to be indestructible, or something right. like that." Was that one? Because the the first supposed night, to hold up to anything. The first, I don't think he's home yet. I think he comes home later because isn't it? They get they get there, and uh, and yeah, she's sad or something. She goes to her room. This is when Jeff Goldblum makes Nookie with with Gina Davis. Oh right, they have that. Yeah, yeah. They get home, and uh, he has this magic touch that he does. And then they have this weird alien sex. <laughs> and uh, Gina Davis goes through some weird, like... Uh, no way. He he comes home. He's checking out the house. They show up. Yeah? Because she gives him this big hug. And I was like, why is she hugging him? This yeah. guy's a dirtbag who cheats on you. Yeah. But he ends oh, up... He, and then he leaves. Because he leaves because he's like, hey, this is my house. These guys shouldn't be here. And he leaves because right. he's mad. And she's like, they're all rock band. She's like, I want a band. Yeah, they're a band. They get to hang out with me. But yeah, they have this... Their, their sex montage is so funny. Yeah. It's like all these extreme close-ups. And they're like holding each other so close so you don't see anything. Yeah. And well, the music just, they're playing is funny. Just, just holding each other. And then, yeah, and then she has this weird trip. She trips out where everybody's like an alien... Or something yeah. in the neighborhood. Well, she's watching clips on TV of UFOs. Yeah. And then an old playing, which I recognize as an old version of Beauty and the Beast. Oh, okay. Old which, version. Which I've seen before. Yeah. yeah. It's super creepy. You can find <laughs> that on YouTube. Beauty and Beast is pretty creepy in general. The whole story. Well, the old live action stuff old is hilarious. <laughs> so she wakes up and uh, she... She pops like a bunch of Plan B or something in her mouth. Yeah, it's birth control, but it's like she takes six of them. I know. I was like, that's not how birth control works. You, it's not like, oh, I just had sex, so I'll take six or seven. That's not how. No, like, yeah, they knew better then. <laughs> yeah, I think this is just this is more for comedy than yeah. anything else. But yeah, because it's like, oh, you're about to screw up your hormones big time. <laughs> yes. I mean, anything you're not gonna. I guess it was just the last thing she could think of. I mean, she did sleep with an alien, so. I mean, when they showed the alien clips, there was one where the uh, these aliens are police officers, and those creep me out. Yeah. There was a I can't remember what they what scene it is, but that's what I wrote. They creep the cop the cop aliens. That's when she's yeah. having her trip. Right? But I think yeah, I think Ted calls her back after this. Yeah. And he says the most unattractive thing to get her back. He's like, "I need you to take care of me." Yes. Yes. I don't know any woman who wants to hear that from a guy who's been cheating on her. No, he he definitely is with her because she she's easy in the sense that she puts yeah, up with all the crap. Yeah, he, yeah. She's totally fine with anything. Yeah. Isn't there another song coming up about being blonde? Yeah. So the uh, that's when they go to the beach, right? Yeah. Woody oh, Woody ahead. comes. Woody comes. Hey, I I skipped ahead a bit. Did you? That's okay. Woody comes and uh, he's like, he he gets the pool emptied. And they're supposed to take off. They're supposed to fix the pool or fix the ship. Yeah. And then I think Max talking to Gina Davis about going to his country, <laughs> <laughs> Finland, and uh, and she's like, "Yeah, uh, I'm in love with the doctor." She's still on the on with the doctor. She wants to be with him. I know she's obsessed with him, but I don't know why. I don't know yeah. what's keeping her with him. Yeah. And meanwhile, uh, Whip Whiplock and Zebo. Uh, they're working on the ship, and then 
Woody comes and he's like, let's go to the beach, man. Get, get some waves. Yeah, come on, bro. He talks about women. What does he call women? Oh, he says something and Whiplock's like, what? And then he's like, you know, girls. <laughs> I actually, you can. But you know when I said they cut out the Jim Carrey scenes for time? It it can't be because then I read that. He calls, he calls her here. Yeah. Then they have that phone call. Yeah. They couldn't have cut it for time because that whole song about being blonde, they added after they finished filming because they needed to fill in for time. Yeah. So they needed to add a few minutes. What did they add? That, that song about being blonde. Oh, that was added to, yeah. to cut time, really? No, to like add time or, to sorry, the film add or time? something. Yeah. No shit. But yeah, I, I, I looked up the lyrics. Oh, he calls up the Wahines. Yeah. What is that? Yeah, the Wahines. He's like, women. Oh, the, I guess it's just a slang term. Yeah. Maybe he made up. Yeah. I liked the, actually that my the only song I did like was the blonde one because the lyrics were so it's so stupid it's it's funny because she plays like a stupid idiot like yeah the bl- the I'm girl blonde, singing I, it I, I don't care <laughs> here's some here's some of the lyrics because I'm song. blonde <laughs> because I'm blonde I don't have to think yeah. I'll talk like a baby and never pay for drinks I don't have to worry about getting a man if I keep this blonde and I keep this tan I'm a blonde yeah yeah I see people working and it makes me giggle. Because I don't have to work. I just have to jiggle. Because I'm a blonde. B-L-O-N-D. <laughs> don't you wish you were me? I never learned to read and I never learned to cook. Why should I bother when I look how I look? I know lots of people are smarter than me, but I have this philosophy. So what? <laughs> I see girls without dates and I feel so sorry for them. Because whenever I'm around, all the men ignore them. Because... <laughs> uh, they say to make it, you need talent and ambition. Well, I got a TV show, and this was my audition. And then they do the spoken word. She's like, um, okay, what was it? Um, okay, don't tell me. Um, okay, duck, magnum, duck. Yeah. And, was, and like, you see her boobs yeah. <laughs> flopping around. Yeah, and she's bouncing around. Yeah. I took an IQ test, and I flunked it, of course. I can't spell VW, but I got a Porsche. <laughs> sure. Because I'm, bo- I'm blonde, B-L-I-N-D. <laughs> don't you assure me. <laughs> I want to say that oh that the spoken the spoken part. I just want to say that being chosen at this month's Miss August is like a compliment. I'll never remember for as long as I can. <laughs> right now I'm a freshman in my fourth year at UCLA, yeah. but my goal is to become a veterinarian because I love children. <laughs> <laughs> Girls think I'm snotty, and maybe it's true. With my hair and body, you would be too. Cause I'm bon- cause I'm blonde. B L. I don't know. And then it like trails. That's hilarious. I'd also like to point out that the woman that's singing isn't blonde at all, but dyed blonde. Oh, Her yeah. Her eyebrows that... are black like night. Yeah, that's it's so fake. Yeah, so she's she's not even a real blonde. And uh, she, she kind of looks... Like, she does the part... I think she was picked because she did the song so well. Because yeah. she's not a blonde at all. It's a song by Julie Brown. Okay. So, Julie... Julie Brown. Brown. You're going to see if Julie Brown is the blonde in question singing. She's an American actress, comedian, writer, singer, songwriter, and TV director. Yeah. 
I mean, this yeah, is, this she, is satire. It was done satirically, so you shouldn't take it seriously. That's what she looks like now. Yeah. She's ginger, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, her... That's what she looks like now, then. That's pretty pretty amazing. Wait, Julie... Is she the same girl who played Candy? No. No. Unless unless Candy's the one that wrote it, but the person singing it isn't Candy, though. Or is it? I gotta look it up. Oh, maybe... So maybe it's Candy actually singing. Julie Brown is Candy. Oh, so that's Candy singing the blonde song. It must be. How come we don't recognize her as as can't like, cuz I didn't recognize her either. I didn't I didn't notice that she was like a dark eyebrowed blonde girl. But that'd be that make more sense. That's Candy actually singing. Cuz if I look through the credits, I don't see any um yeah. Blonde okay. uh, singer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I I, almost, I couldn't tell I, it was I her. I thought though. that. I thought that, but I wasn't sure. Okay. That that makes more sense cuz Candy was kind of like a main character, so. Yeah. So Candy's so Candy's singing that song. Okay. That's so crazy. Well, this podcast now called uh, I'm gonna Google that. <laughs> yeah, that um, it was funny though. I think it's funny that that song. It was it was my favorite of the other the other ones. Were I love when they pull up to the gas station and Again? the ca- the cashier's looking at a nudie mag. <laughs> just some teen guy <laughs> yeah i also want to point out they again it's another scene they pull up, there's a there's like a car that looks like a buffalo it's got fur yeah it. I, I i saw that and then my brain forgot it yeah, there's really cool vehicles in this what is and, with these cars yeah they slip on the back and it's a nice little touch um yeah so they go to the gas station and, and woody's filling up on gas and he's he tells them to go get snacks but that kid he's walking around in the different cars and he's got this fake gun Right. Now it looks like a real gun, and if you your your kid has that as a toy, you better keep an eye on him because well, this is the eighties. I had I had a, that's true in the nineties. Okay. I had a, a metal revolver that you'd swear was a real gun. Yeah, that's I, led I, to some unfortunate deaths. So they kind of make them all pink and stuff sucks. now and see through. I wish they had real ones. Like, yeah, it looked like that. They're so cool. Anyway. But then, but then when they go inside to buy snacks and pay for gas, they they still have the gun. Yeah. So the, I, I just like do you, Jim Carrey. Like, do you have candy? Yeah. <laughs> the the guy's like, don't shoot. I'm American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He says, give us bread. We need junk. And he says, don't shoot, don't shoot. <laughs> I just work here. And he says, I'm an American. Yeah. So it looks like they just robbed the place. Yeah. He says, he says, take it. And uh, yeah. And then Jim Carrey asks for candy. He says, where's candy? So he says, like, oh yeah, sure. Take okay. And then he sees like a Playboy magazine. Yeah. And they're like, oh hey boy. Yeah. How about that blonde girl that pulls up in her pink Corvette? Oh, my God. Is that the most pale human being in L.A.? Can you be that pale and live in she, Los Angeles? She was uh, something else. That actress's name is Angeline. That's it. Which one? The who blonde. plays? Yeah, who plays the blonde? The, the Corvette, the pink Corvette, yeah. Also, they you notice how they didn't want to do any damage to the Corvette, so when they showed the accent of the Woody hitting it, it just <laughs> cut to the bumper falling off. Yeah. But they didn't actually hit the car, the car. Obviously, they didn't want to damage the pink Corvette. So, but yeah, she's been in billboards and stuff in L.A. And her IMDb calls her the quintessential blonde bombshell. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, she's there's another write-up that she looks she looks almost frightening. <laughs> there's another piece that says a true piece de resistance. Her rebellious and tenacious spirit has set the groundwork for this social media influencer movement by being the first person who became famous for being famous. Wow. I've never heard of her before. Neither have I, but she's probably popular. And, and the, I have people in California saw this and like, oh, it's her. She was actually asked to run for mayor and to governor in LA and everything. Yeah. But 
no if if you see her now like with all the work she's had done it's it's scary it's not it's not a pretty sight no not at all Oh, can, could you back up? Real. I need to get some unleaded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, she doesn't... She looks so bizarre in this movie. It, yeah, she does. She, and, and how she looks now is even more funny. She actually never let go of that past. Yeah. Well, she's born in 1950, so... Oh, my God. Yeah. My dad was born in the 50s, so that says <laughs> a lot. That's just an old lady. Yeah, so these guys get excited. They uh, put the car in drive. They hit her. They get scared. They back up. Um, yeah. They drive the car all the way into the famous donut. Well, not, well. hang on a second. So Woody, this is where Woody's, uh, he makes a phone call like, hey, your friends just trashed the gas station. Oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum shows up. He runs all the way there. They must not have been very far because he no. knew where to go. For a guy who's and, never been to Earth before. And then the cops come and they, they jump on Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, because the blonde girl says, I think it was those guys. And they're yeah. like, good enough for us. They don't get Woody, though. The cops are really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they jump on him, but they don't arrest him, I don't no. think. They just arrest Goldblum. And, uh, yeah, these guys end up on the highway and there's just some story. Uh, the scene wasn't needed. Like, where they're yeah, when they're driving. On the highway, and... yeah. They end up, of course, yeah, in the famous Randy's Donut. That's the same donut where uh, Nick Fury finds Iron Man in Iron Man 2. It's the same donut in every other Yeah, movie it's in too. a lot of stuff. I it's mean, pretty it, famous. It was in Iron Man 2 because it was in this movie. It was in another movie, in another movie. It was in cartoons. It's um, Randy's Donut is... Yeah. I bet we can... Uh, it has its own wiki of whatever it's been in. <laughs> I was wondering at this point about their makeovers and if they're going to wear off at any point. Because I was yeah. like, well, maybe there's makeup on their skin. But no, apparently they just shaved them and they're just human That's underneath. <laughs> now, and they stay like that. It doesn't even grow back. They no. like, get stubble. They're like, I guess we're human now. Yeah, it's been a few days. Yeah. They're, they're good to go. Yeah. This is what they look like from yeah. now on. <laughs> they're staying like this. I can't imagine the amount of makeup they had to do for that fur, though. That had to be so uncomfortable. I bet the fur was just like a bodysuit. They just zipped up. Yeah. And then they just painted their faces well, Why not? It's cheap. That's easy to do. Did they have fur on the face? No. No? Mm. They just had a lot of makeup on the face. So they, uh, these guys, uh, they do get initially arrested, but they think they're injured, so they take yeah, them they to bring the hospital. And, uh, That's where Ted is, and he's working. Ted's at the hospital, yeah. The nurses are making fun of him because they know he's a, <laughs> a douche. Yeah. And then he comes upon these dummies, and he listens for their heartbeat. And they're from Gallifrey. Yeah, because <laughs> Doctor Who has two heartbeats, and that's all I can think of. Mm. These guys have two heartbeats, so they must be Time Lords. Same, yeah, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Free Time Lords. You just unlocked something. I opened up the Who the Who verse. Um, now this is stupid because he's like he wants to dissect them himself. He yeah, even though rich. they're alive. Yeah, he's like, I gotta cut them open and see what's going on. It's so... And Mac God. and Gina Davis show up at the hospital because they find out yeah. from the police yeah, or maybe from Woody that these guys ended up in the hospital. Right. And they're being jackasses. They're pretending to surf on their beds and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. But Gina Davis, right. she lies that she has a gun. Yeah. And she points it at through the her nurse. pocket. The, at nurse, the, nurse. the nurse that came to the house. And they tell her to take off her uniform because she's going to dress... But this woman just has lingerie on under her uniform yeah and i'm like i don't think that's how nursing uniforms work i thought they had like 
Well, scrubs. Scrubs over top of like a t-shirt and jeans or whatever because your scrubs get nasty and you got to change them because... Yeah, they just wear scrubs underneath the... <laughs> over underwear. Maybe these nurses in the 80s were just sexy nurses and they all just... Yeah, she wore lingerie and tight skirts and... Yeah. Anyway, also, Gina Davis is much larger than her, like taller. I know. And she fit the uniform perfectly. I know. There's like three feet between yeah. them. It wasn't even like shorter or anything like... That was an opportunity to make Gina Davis kind of like, you know, skimpy again. Also, if your fiance is wearing a nurse's uniform with a mask on, you're going to recognize her. Oh, yeah. You you're going to see eyes. her voice. You're going to see her eyes. Yeah. You know her build. Yeah. You know who this is. There's no way you're going to look at her, talk to her like she's some other employee. Ted, but Ted is pretty stupid. And he works at this hospital. He should know all the nurses yeah. that work in his area. <laughs> no, he's an idiot. Ted's an idiot. And then Mac is dressed like as a doctor in scrubs and a mask on. It's like, yeah, yeah. we just blend in. And yeah. Nobody it, notices. So they trick Ted. It turns out everybody's got two heartbeats, including Ted. And then they start making noises and dog barks. and Yeah, and they're messing with what he can hear because they're doing their sound effects again. Yeah. He goes insane when he hears it. He's like, yeah. what? What am I hearing? <laughs> yeah. He runs right. out of the hallway. Also, if he hears it, because he's, he's running out in the hallway, he still hears it. Wouldn't everybody else hear it? Yeah, they'd all be like, what are all these sounds, sounds going on? Yeah. But they're just looking at him like, oh, this guy's lost He's it. crazy. <laughs> yeah. So they get in his head somehow? or Then they run out to the parking lot and steal his car. Yeah. Did you notice the dog just sitting there in the parking lot? No. There was just a dog. Just chilling. Yeah, just sitting there. And I was like, hey, cool, yeah. parking lot dog. Parking lot dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when they filmed it, they're like, eh, should we get rid of that dog? Nah, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Let's leave the dog. I want to go home. That's so funny. Um... But yeah, when he yeah. comes out too to the car, right, and sees them, mm -hmm. and she's again, she's like, "Oh, I, I'm so like conflicted." Like, yeah, about him, like this guy's a douchebag. Like, yeah, <laughs> beat yeah. it. I don't get that her fascination or infatuation with Ted. I don't get it at all. Yeah, and he keeps apologizing, then being a jerk, and then apologizing, then being a jerk. Yeah, he's terrible all the time, and then apologizing as if yeah. that just make, undoes everything. And this goes right up to the end. I was actually frustrated at the end, most of all. Oh, the ending. When I'm they so get back to the house, stupid. and he shows up. Yeah, and she's like, falls in love with him again. Then they're, yeah, they're making out. Well, he falls and like, he hits his head or something, and she's like, kissing him and stuff. And well, they're going to leave on the ship, and they're like, hey, do you want to come with us? She's like, no, I'm with Ted. I'm with Ted now. Yeah. And then, and then... He, she she has a change of heart or something, and then he does his magic. Oh, now it, now also it's also telekinetic. Well, he's he's. Oh, I up forgot there. that he, they use that thing on the cops. Yeah, well, they made the cops fall. He in has love. to touch them, and he makes them fall in love with each other for yeah. a moment yeah. so that they can get out of the car. Yeah, but then he doesn't have to touch them, no. and he does it. I thought he does it to them to make them fall in love with each other again, right? Right. Yeah. So he does his little glamour on them. Yeah. And then immediately she turns around. She's like, no, Mac, I have to be with you. What happened? She said, yeah, she said it didn't work. I think what he did is he put it on her so he, she wouldn't get so, attached to him. or So she would stay on Earth. Stay, yeah. with, stay with Ted, yeah. But like in a heartbeat. He was like, okay, you can... Well, basically, what I think I was trying to say is... She's she, like, the love for Mac was so strong that, that even that didn't work. Like she didn't want the doctor. But if you didn't want the doctor, then why were you with him at the very end? Because at the very end, she still wanted him. Yeah. She the did. last possible second. Him. I was like, you're staying with this idiot. Yeah. What are you doing? She, she says, I'm going to stay with them. And then and then she says bye to everybody. Like, don't you want Mac? I thought you liked Mac. Yeah. And then that's when uh, you have a lip block for a whip block. Yeah. And Zebo says bye. And she doesn't. She tells 
Whiplash. She doesn't care for him. They get the 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 ship fixed, and then can they jump in. Candy. Well, they've already done that because the Can- ship's floating. Yeah. Candy's Candy shows up. Yeah, and I was like, oh, she's definitely gonna go with them, and then bang these guys on the ship. But no, yeah, she no. decides to stay behind. Yeah, she should come too. I don't know. It should have been no doctor. Doctor Ted's done at the hospital. Gina Davis and Candy all come out, and they all go on the ship together. together. Right. That would have been a cool ending. But instead, she Candy gets the last line in this movie. <laughs> she says, "Give my love to Finland." Yeah, she still, still thinks, thinks they're, they're from Finland. Finland. Well, you gave these aliens a makeover. Well, she's a blonde, B L I N D. Oh. Yeah, no kidding. The whole movie is like, eh, you're blonde, you're dumb. Yeah. So, but uh, Mac does come back for, uh, for for uh, Gina. She says, "No, Mac, I, uh, I want you or whatever." Yeah. Yeah, but it's so stupid. The ship's taking off, and she's making out with the doctor. Here, yeah. I just and don't understand said, this ending. And then she I don't says, understand. and then she says, "Mac, Mac, come back," you know. Yeah, Mac. And uh, she says, I have to tell you something. I love you. Take me with you. And then he's like, oh, to Gisela? And, and he's uh, being super handsome. And he's like, I'm Mr. Right? And she's like, yes, yes. Oh, that's right. The whole Mr. Right thing. Yeah. And I think he does the spell to... Well, Ted has got the spell, so he makes it with the cat. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Cat. He falls in love with the cat for a second. Yeah. What's the cat's name again? Bambi? Uh, I don't know. I think it's Bambi. Um, Candy doesn't look like if Candy's the blonde of the bee. That's why we don't recognize it because Candy's not blonde. Yeah. So if so that's, they dyed her hair for that song. Yeah, they made her hair blonde for the song, and that's why it doesn't look right. It doesn't yeah. look the same. I don't think that's supposed to be Candy on the beach. No, I think it's just like oh, it's we got an actress, but yeah, yeah. I mean, she's adorable, so it works. Oh like, yeah, she's she played it. She did it very well. But yeah, so there you go. Good. Yeah. What, what what yeah? What'd she say? Hi to Finland or give my love to oh, give Finland. my love to Finland. Yeah. <laughs> As you're looking at an alien spaceship take off with aliens in it, you still think they're from Finland. I mean, and you've seen them in their original form. That's funny. I, that's really <laughs> so funny. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. When the credits roll, the whole time I'm thinking, shame on all you people. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. I know. I picked a good <sighs> one. It was. Uh, I listen. The movie's not necessarily a dud. It's just, no, it's it's it's. It was funny in a bad way. It's kind of cute and it's silly cringy. And it's it's satirical like satirical a little bit. Like I watch garbage horror movies just because it's fun to watch. Yeah. So this is kind of like an '80s rom com. Yeah. That's just it's kind of fun to watch. It is. You're gonna get a lot of '80s in this. I think, that, again, uh, you know, similar to our last podcast, I got to say the weakest part of this is the story, and that's the love story between Ted and her, her putting up with all this garbage. Actually, the, the whole story was kind of stupid, but the cinematography was good. The 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 80s vibe that they're trying to uh, instill was perfect. Well, it's not even a vibe because it was made in the 80s. It's not like a period piece. Well, no, but... It is what 80, it is. No, but 80s didn't necessarily look like that. You know, like they kind of jacked it up they made it so 80s like yeah you know you could look at pictures of your parents out in the 80s and the only thing you saw was your dad wearing corduroys like there wasn't some yeah they, they took like the music video 80s and made yeah. it the 80s because it's yeah. like when you look back at the 70s and you think you see all these hippies like not everybody was like that that was a no. very of of a certain group of people and now when we look back we think oh that was the 70s but not really mm-hmm. 
Same yeah. with like everybody wearing in the twenties wearing like top hats and suits walking around. Like, yeah, there was a certain amount of people, but most people were wearing their garbagey clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hanging out in their dumpster homes. Like, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't great. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, this was California. This was in, in the valley, so you know, maybe yeah. maybe it did look more or less like that. Maybe that's where we get this California eighties vibe is from there. So who knows? Maybe it did look like that. I'm yeah, the whole thing is an aha music video. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or White Snake. I still like that 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 we just figured out that place is called Curl Up and Die. That's the funniest <laughs> thing. That's the oh, funniest. What thing. a great salon name! It's awesome. It's it, uh, yeah. It's a great pun. It's it kind of reminds me of the, was it the fo- the photo the photo lab that says like shoot shoot the shoot 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 and hang the family or something like that. Or, <laughs> I've never heard of that. Uh, yeah, it was some, something silly like that. You're on to something. You're genius. Shoot shoot and hang your family. <laughs> um yeah oh sh- no it was like yeah shoot the husband frame the mom hang the family <laughs> yeah so yeah it's hilarious. like a slogan for a, a photography photography place. place yeah i don't know silly did stuff. you ever go do those sears portraits as a kid like did your dad ever take you to like sears where they had the no, portrait studio i'm glad he didn't oh we did that a few times my mom would be like okay we're gonna go here and <laughs> they're like oh boy well you had the full you know full family like brothers sisters mom and dad and yeah that's deal, true so. me and pops were just like whatever but that would be an adorable picture like you being like six years old and your dad and you yeah. go to like sears yeah that would photo actually, op. he should have done that actually now i have regrets <laughs> I have regurgitations about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What should we rate this out of? I'll let you pick the rating. Oh, know. boy. I'm not put me on the spot. This is a tough mm. one for rating. Sometimes we run into a little... We should come up with them before we record. But How many blondes? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, out of 88... 80 blondes, 88 blondes. I was four year old, four years old when this movie came out. So it's like I grew up mm-hmm. partially in the 80s, but yeah. like being born in the 80s doesn't mean you grew up in the 80s. No. Because I don't really remember a lot of the 80s. I remember like parts mm-hmm. of 88 and 89, but very brief. Yeah, we're very much 90s kids than, yeah. more than anything. But you got, we got a touch of that vibe. I mean, we got to play with the 80s toys and stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, you have older siblings too, so I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I have two siblings born in the late '70s. I'm and sure there was a He-Man action figure. Yeah. <laughs> my brother had GI Joes. Yeah, Starcom. There you go. Uh, you know what? This was kind of a this is a floppy jalopy, but it was fun. But uh, I'm gonna <laughs> floppy jalopy. I'm gonna give it uh, 55 blondes out of 88. Yeah, I'm giving it 10. <laughs> ten blondes ten blondes it's an Perf- even number of blonde boobies for you perfect <laughs> so low why so low oh it's so bad yeah. i can't recommend to go see this unless you have a big 80s nostalgia yeah or if you just want to see uh gina davis in that pink see-through bikini <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're gonna get a lot of gina I would I would tell you to watch it if you were if you wanted to go back in time and watch something from the eighties. Yeah, was, it's such a this, period piece. Put yeah, it in a vault. Yeah, it is. It is a, a known film. Certainly more now. Um, Earth Girls are easy. Is recognized. You know, 
for what it is. It has dozens of fans. It, it might. I don't know about fans, but <laughs> dozens. Uh, the music, like, aside from the blonde song, which is purposely done the way it is oh, yeah. satirically, is is well done. The other songs are so stupid. I didn't even know this was a musical. No, I those totally songs forgot. are garbage. The songs suck. But they this don't, movie doesn't know what it is because is it a yeah. rom com? Is it a musical? Yeah. Well, for a couple minutes, it's a musical, but it's then they sci-fi. do like two songs. It's a sci fi. <laughs> it's like partway yeah. through the mu- movie, they forget it's supposed to be a musical. Yeah. You never hear the men singing anything. No. And the, <laughs> the movie's stupid, and there, there definitely is some. Um, some bad references and and some, some little bit of racism, <laughs> sexism, yeah. sexism, oh. it's a little little rampant. It's it's aged. It's, it's of aged. its time. It's of its time. It's very much. If you want to see why the eighties could never happen again, you watch this movie and you'll understand. Yeah, we can never go back there. It's, it's I, yeah. my first Gina Davis experience is from A League of Their Own. Hmm. Because she and that's years later, like ninety four or something. Mm-hmm. She's stunning in that still. So. Yeah, I um, I I think my first one is my childhood with Gina Davis was um, her and uh, Susan Sarandon and in uh, uh, it's, it's Susan Sarandon, right? Yeah, Tim Robbins' wife. In um, uh, what's it called? The two, the two. Come up with the title. The two broads that go off on a, on a rampage. Oh, uh, Harvey and Lucille. Laverne and Shirley. No. <laughs> Oh, I know what you're talking about. Brad Pitt's in it too. <laughs> yeah, this is actually when Brad Pitt got his first his start. Was that his first movie? Yeah, yeah, it is his first movie. I'm gonna tell you the title in just a second when my phone cooperates. Sally and Rebecca. <laughs> Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise. That's it. Thelma and Louise. <laughs> I said Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> That's like a '70s. Sitcom. I said Harvey and Lucille. I think those are my in-laws' friends. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey. <laughs> Which one was Harvey? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, uh, uh, this movie was shit. <laughs> fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Goldblum and Jim Carrey uh, go on to make it. Damon Wayne's had a little bit of. He did a lot of like. Yeah. He did it. In, was he doing in Living Color at this time, or was that still was. to come? He, I think he, no, he was with Jim Carrey. I think that's how they, maybe they got picked okay. up from that. But uh, yeah, Jim he, Carrey blew he, and up then, after and this, then, and then he did Blank Man, and he just killed it. Oh yeah, oh, I like Damon Wayans when they did the I the scary so. movie movies. Yeah, the Wayans Brothers. Yeah, those are dirty, but they're hilarious. probably wealthy from that because that that's their own spinoff thing. Eh? The, yeah, the, all that stuff. There's a lot of good Wayans Brothers out there. Yeah, yep, yep. Everybody write in. What's your first Gina Davis? <laughs> <laughs> Which Gina Davis flick did you like? <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, hit us up uh, on Instagram at I saw that pod. And uh, if you have any suggestions or any questions or critiques, or uh, if you just want us to stop doing this. <laughs> no critiques. Never tell us what we're doing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give us a complex by any chance. Chris uh, is our Instagram social media uh, connoisseur. Yeah. So if you don't like it, I know all the Twitters. Tell me. <laughs> Brian really likes it when I superimpose his face on stuff, <laughs> change it, put on different bodies. I'm always surprised to be like, whoa. <laughs> but I like it. Yeah. Um, all right. Great. Thanks for listening in. You want to ask me what we're watching next? It's no. my pick. Oh, right. <laughs> I didn't pick this one. Uh, Well, we picked this one.
Oh, you did pick this one. The next one coming up? Yeah. Who picked it? Number nine. Who picked this one? You picked this one. Earth Girls Are Easy. Yeah, no. Oh, no. Oh, okay. That's number eight. I'm confused. I thought you were talking about the next one, that you didn't pick it. Okay, what no, are we number, to number nine is the next one. Yeah. What are and I to? picked it. It's uh, Colin Farrell, Brendan Gleeson, uh, kind of a dark comedy drama called mm-hmm. In Bruges. In Bruges. <laughs> in Bruges. It's In Bruges. <laughs> I haven't seen In Bruges. Uh, You've never year? seen it? I've never seen it, actually. Oh, man. It's, it's good. It's got a lot of... I don't know. Colin I Farrell, pick, you said? Yeah, Colin Farrell. Nice. And Brendan Gleeson, they play two hitmen for like a mobster. Yeah, so they had to talk Colin Farrell down from a few millions. They had to hire this <laughs> douche yeah. guy from New York. It, I don't, man, I must have been on a real kick after uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang to pick this, but mm-hmm. it's good. I, I think you'll like it. It's got a lot of good comedy in it and then some really dark, dramatic stuff. Like it, it deals with some good, um, some good issues. Yeah. But it's fun. uh, I'm going to watch the heck out of it. (laughs) Yes. I can't wait to watch the heck out of it. Yeah. And then we kind of co-picked number 10. We did. We'll mention that later, but it's like a special new release. So we thought, eh, let's pick something new. Yeah. We're going to try and keep it fresh once in a while just to get the listenership up. (laughs) (laughs) When people Google it, like, hey, what does? Yeah. Uh, Perfect. I can't wait to watch it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, allons-y. Adios, amigos. Oh my God, your left totally black.